friends, welcome to the second episode of Ghost Emoji. Today we are going to talk about haunted roads in Texas. Um, we decided not to do like the United States because that's just, that's a lot of content. There's a lot of haunted roads and since we live in Texas and some of these are ones that we are like familiar with and we've lived near, but um, maybe if there's enough interest, we'll do other states or areas, but for today, we're just doing haunted roads and bridges in Texas. Because Texas is, is big and haunted, y'all. Yep. Big and super haunted. Giddy up, ghost. <laughs> Ride my, my ghost horse to school. <laughs> its name is Butterscotch. <laughs> so, what kind of a name is that for a ghost horse? I don't know. I feel like horses are always named something stupid. It doesn't matter that it's dead. It's still got a stupid name. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. I'm excited about this one. We got, um, this is probably the ones that we got the most, like, kind of individual requests for, like, different roads and bridges, so we decided that it would probably work best just to combine them, especially because they were all in Texas. And yeah, I mean, one of them's in Houston, and one of them's kind of, like, in Denton County, which we've lived by both, so yep. we're a little, a little partial to it, but... They're pretty good. And this is also my first, like, time actually, like, typing out notes and <laughs> trying to find sources and all that good stuff. So we'll see how how it goes. I feel like a big nerd with my stack. My stack of papers and my highlighted factoids. This is why you're the scully, because <laughs> I'm just... By the seat of my pants, gonna just... <laughs> Googling as we speak. I, I literally Googled before we started. That's okay. You know, it's a more authentic experience. By the seat of my pants. So I roll. I was gonna start off with um, Demon Road. So original. <laughs> I like, I really like kind of where it got its name, but um, it's, it's actually, the real name of the road is Bowden Road, or Bowden Road? I guess I should have asked. My friend Andy went to school in Huntsville, and she just always calls it Demon Road, and I tried to find the real name for it. <laughs> so it's either Bowden or Bowden Road, um, and it's like an old kind of dirt gravel road that uh, leads out to Martha's Chapel Cemetery, which is like an 1800s cemetery um, that's left over. Like, no one is currently, well, people are currently buried there, but it's not one that you still, like, take people out to be buried at. Um but I wonder what they call those. Are they like retired cemeteries? I don't know. There's full up. Just put a sign outside. No vacancy. It's a weird thing because most of the people who like would have visited it are all dead too. Mm -hmm. So it's just markers for nobody. Sort of? Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like people mainly just go there for the ghosties now. I mean, it's got like a chain link fence around it all the reports i read say that it's pretty overgrown i couldn't find anything that said that there's like any council or group that actively takes care of it or anything and the road That's itself sad. is just i know the road itself is just like a dirt kind of gravel road that goes through a lot of the things i read were people saying that they had gone out there and just ended up getting lost and mad <laughs> and leaving without seeing any ghosts just <laughs> just being mad the ghosts led you away. They're like, get out of here. Nobody's taking care of our shit. You can't, you can't ogle it. Get out of here. Skedaddle. I will not be ogled. I will not be ogled. <laughs> I guess I kind of wanted to try and see if I could memorize everything and not just read, but that might be the best way because I feel like I'm already getting off track. But I will stop every now and then for Becca's insight and reactions. So get them ready. Oh, okay. I was like, I can be quiet. I was just trying to. <laughs> no, it'll make I don't me know, feel better. Add some spice. <laughs> yeah, sprinkle some spice on there, cause I feel like a nerd just being like, Bowden Road, perhaps better known as Demons Road. Do you want me to to keep reading it like that? Mm, I feel neutral about <laughs> it. You can go either way. It's fine. I want to read it in my regular voice. That's probably for the best. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop you from. Living your best life. Who knows? Maybe my reading voice is still, like, pretty nerdy and awful. I feel like it's really hard to listen to people read things, because even if they try to be really neutral, there's always that kind of weird cadence. 
to it. Mm-hmm. Also, I will probably stutter and stumble and get like spit all in my mouth. I have to swallow my own spit. I just end up reading really fast. I end up being like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like... if I go too fast, just slow it down and post. all right here we go um bowden road or bowden road perhaps better known as demons road has a steady flow of reports regarding the experiences travelers claim to have had while driving down the old road people tell tales of disturbing encounters and an earring eerie feeling an earring feeling they all get their ears pierced (laughs) (laughs) come in with one you leave with two and a cartilage piercing. Uh, let's see. An eerie feeling that sweeps over anyone who dares disrupt the spirits said to be lingering down Demon's Road. Uh, road leads to an old cemetery called Martha's Chapel Cemetery, um, which was from like the 1800s. I actually did research on like the actual cemetery, but it was pretty boring. It was just like it was named after Martha because she was one of the people, I guess, who founded the church. And then she died and they buried her behind. And I guess she was like the first entry into martha's chapel cemetery that's sad and now nobody visits it nobody takes care of it lots of people visit it just i don't think they really care about martha well they don't care about any of the people buried there they're just there to be like spirits do you do you like my eyeliner it's really good i this is i watched a goth youtube video and this is my robert smith look Oh god, my ears are pierced. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Let's see. Um, I liked that in 1985, I guess, was when, like, a lot of, like, it became more more popular. Um, The people of Huntsville became convinced that a nefarious coven of devil worshippers were calling upon demons at the cemetery. And the county sheriff even went to the local high school and warned the kids to stay away from the road for their own safety. Which I guess is when they started kind of coining the name Demon Road, which the whole the fact that it happened in 1985, like I was just this is kind of your standard satanic panic. The 80s, man, they were so afraid of like Satan worshippers, which I think is funny because isn't the like Church of Satan super progressive and their whole thing is like don't hurt other people, don't hurt animals, don't, don't they're very nice people supposedly i'm sure there are different like sects of it and stuff so you might have like more hardcore ones but generally it does kind of seem like i think the worst thing you could say about them would just be that people might consider their rules to be a little bit selfish like if someone comes into your house and they're rude kick them out and i'm like that's actually kind of sound (laughs) advice instead of Mm -hmm. you know being like well you know be nice to them anyway you know, maybe you can turn them around or, you know, show them how you would want to be treated. And instead it's like, no, if someone comes in your house and is disrespectful, kick them to the curb. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> but anyway, so I've got some, some encounters. And some of these were kind of wild and crazy, wet and wild, and had no, like, real corroboration. They're really interesting to listen to, but I don't know. You shall see. So it starts off with kind of more, I guess, what's the word? More tame. Um, Witnesses report uh, having, like, large handprints being left on their vehicles. Like, they're real dusty from the road, and then they would see handprints afterwards. Um, They said sometimes it looked like their hands were grabbing the car, like, as the car was driving at a high rate of speed. Which I don't really know. Like, does it look like they were, like, dragged down the side? Give them, like, a racing stripe? Or something? I don't, I don't know. Like, like they just reached out and were like, touch this car with your spooky hands. Yeah, but oh, dang it, it's going too fast. Satanic high five. Satanic high five, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it said almost 100 car owners who found prints on their vehicles have reported their encounters. To who? Who did they report it to? Almost 100 since like the 1980s, if you think about it. These are just letters and emails that people sent in to the writers of the X-Files. Exactly. That's what I thought of. I thought of the one episode with, like, the two girls that, like, were born under, like, a certain, like, star or something. And, like, their birthday's coming up and everything starts freaking out. And they blame it on satanic panic. 
Oh, yeah. Yep. But, so that's kind of the, the more whatever. People talk about um, seeing, like, uh, like lights along the side of the road when they're driving and things like that. I thought I had written more, like, seeing lights. People talk about seeing, like, um, people run across the road, but then they're not really there. This next one that I have was the one where I, I looked all over to try and find something to back it up because it's just so wild. So, so wild. So wild. <laughs> uh, according to one man's story, he and a friend saw a hand protruding from a grave in the cemetery. Eventually, the whole arm was said to be out from within its grave, grasping out in search of something. <laughs> did they did they sit and just watch it? They <laughs> That's were what like, I don't know. How long hmm. did this take? Um, the man, because there's two dudes. So like, there's the main dude and there's his friend. The man moved towards the grave against the persistent urging of his friend, who is smart. Mm-hmm. Don't grab that hand. There's so many hands in the world. You want to hold someone's hand? Hold your friend's hand. He's right there. Yeah, real. <laughs> it's not coming up out of no grave. <sighs> he grabs it anyway. He allegedly grasped the hand, grabbed onto his, and began to pull him down toward the grave. And he was able to pull his hand free, and he turned around to see his horrified pal. And then a man standing behind his friend. And then he runs over to, to, like, get between his friend and this other dude. And then he realizes that, like, the ghost dude, he, like, lifts up his head and it's actually his friend. Or someone who looks like him. And so after that, he just kind of, like, books it to where their car was parked. And as he races up to the car, he notices handprints in the dust on the car. And then... The man said he climbed into the car, and he realized his friend was dead in the back seat. That was wild from <laughs> start to finish. Like... I know. I found this story in a bunch of different places, and I was like, "He, his friend is dead. Where's the police report? The man is dead. R.I.P. friend. No names, no nothing. <sighs> yeah, I, I have trouble believing that, but I mean... You know, whatever. I don't know, man. Uh, This next one at least had a little more, it has like a time that it supposedly occurred. It was May of 2010. So, seven years ago and some change. (laughs) Um, In this one, a woman reported that she and her husband were at the cemetery, and while they were there, she saw a man wandering around. And at first, she didn't pay him much mind, and they left without incident. Which I think is weird, because apparently the graveyard is pretty small. So, like, if a dude is just wandering around, maybe you would just ignore him, because, like, you don't want to engage him. Yeah. Like, you're in the graveyard wandering around, so you can't even be like, what kind of weirdo hangs out at a cemetery? Yeah. I I mean, I... Part of me is like, that's weird. But then part of me is also like, yeah, but how many times have you literally been in within two feet of someone and you stand there and pretend like you don't, the other person's not there because you're just like, I'm in such close proximity to this person like that I don't know. 95% of my life. Please, God, don't talk to me. <laughs> so she didn't pay, us, uh, pay much mind. They left without incident. A few days later, as the woman was getting into the shower, it's the most vulnerable time. Why is it always when you're <laughs> naked? Why can't they come at you, like, some other time? I don't know. Just just run at them naked. Just do Ryan's thing. <laughs> don't panic. <laughs> if someone ever attacks you in your home, just run at them, butt-ass naked. And Well, he also says you should pee on them. <laughs> what if you don't have any pee in the chamber? I don't know. He, I mean, this is also supposing that you have the, like, ability to aim your piss at someone. I cannot do that but he could so maybe the fear would like build up pressure is that how fear works i would have to like <laughs> i'd have to do the reagan like crawl on, <laughs> on my, you're already like, dead you're already the, dead the, at that point the london bridge and you're just crawling and you're peeing and you're trying to like high pressure pee at them welcome to the exorcist 2.0 yeah i mean i feel like that would still work though i mean probably no one's gonna come at you like that i think they'd probably be like this this lady's possessed. I'm out. Like how much? I'm gone. How much do you want on my framed fan art? 
how much do you want these these posable collect collectibles? Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of uh things that I imagine anyone could sell. I mean, they could, but it would not be fun for them. Let's see. So she's getting into the shower, and then she turns around to close the shower curtain. Much to her surprise, which I like that they added that in. Much to her surprise. In her bedroom, <laughs> she saw the same man that had been wandering through the cemetery. And then it just says that the man disappeared after instilling immense fear in the woman, and she has not repeated, uh, reported seeing him since. I mean, that's weirdly more believable somehow, but that also doesn't include your friend magically being dead in the backseat of your car. Yeah, I also kind of like that it was rude of the ghost to, like, instill immense fear. But then it just went. It was just gone. Maybe he was just like, don't come back to that cemetery or I will fuck you up. And she was like, okay. Says, don't forget to condition. <laughs> but only from the years down or else your roots will get greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just like, I mean, I don't know, like, it says has not reported seeing him since. So I'm guessing like she called the police or something. But, and again, it's no real names, no nothing. Just... A story I saw in a couple places. Who knows if it's real. I know. And then this last one um, actually is from my good friend Andy, who I work with. Um, She's the one who went to school in Huntsville, and she and some of her friends have actually been to this place a couple of times. So this one actually is verifiable and was more ghosty and kind of scary without being, like, just way out there to the point that you wouldn't believe it happened at all but i'm gonna i'm gonna read what she wrote um our first attempt to go we only made it halfway down the gravel road that leads to the cemetery it was a summer night in huntsville so it was hot out as we drove down the road we witnessed a sudden drop in temperature the gauge in my car went from 90 degrees to 75 degrees in a matter of minutes and the windows all fogged up we turned around and went home because you're smart get the hell out. That's a smart thing to do, because, I mean, like, that's that's numbers. If you can see it dropping like that, ugh, and all foggy, what if there had been, like, handprints in the fog, or, like, on the, the windows? Oh, that would have been even worse, because you know that they would have been fogging up from the inside. Oh, no, why'd you have to say that? That's so much worse. That's so much worse. So, that was their first attempt. On their second attempt, uh, they made it all the way to the cemetery, It's pretty much at the end of the road. It isn't very large, and there's just a chain-link fence wrapped around it. You can see the entire space from the uneven gravel circle drive at the entrance. We slowly hopped out of the car and started to explore. We didn't see much, heard a few noises that could be easily attributed to animals. We read some headstones, scared each other a bit, and then headed back to the car. My friend got to the car first and started it up. The headlights were shining on a thick patch of trees and brush. As we walked towards the car... We saw a shadow of a person pass right in front, in the headlights, but there was no person there. There wasn't an animal there. We all saw it, even my friend in the car at the time. I'm guessing that must have meant there was, like, multiple people and one person was in the car. I kept thinking it was two people. (laughs) I would have stayed in the car. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. That's how you end up the dead friend in the back seat. Mm -mm. Taco's good in here. (laughs) Uh, this part was also freaky she said the next morning I woke up with finger sized bruises on the inside of my arm like someone had grabbed me hard the night before but no one had ever touched me another friend woke up with a small burn on her hand weird I know I was like ooh especially like if you didn't feel it when it happened I guess that's a little less scary than if you'd felt something like actually grab your arm but Mm. then like waking up the next morning and being like I think you know we made it home we're good maybe we were just spooked and then you like lift up your arm and big old handprint lots of handprints i feel like handprints are a big thing yeah that is a little weird um it's funny all this stuff reminds me of that um do you remember there was some like short amateur film on youtube that we watched a long time ago and it's about like a haunted road essentially like these friends are driving in a car and they go through this tunnel like little tunnel bridge oh yeah and it like they keep coming back to the same spot they keep like they'll go different directions and they're always like looping back they'll see the same landmarks and stuff and they get trapped on this this um 
road like indefinitely and it's super creepy and like don't they see just... they see like a person in the road and they try to like back up and turn mm-hmm. around and like they just keep showing up i can't remember yep. how it ended but it was really well done because it's in the style like you know looking up some of these things i just kept finding videos that were obviously taken by like teenagers in their phone or in their cars on their phones just being like did you see that did you hear that like no dude that was me i farted (laughs) (laughs) oh god it's the real ghost let's get out of here my mom's gonna be so bad i'm sorry i'm farting i I fart when i'm scared (laughs) so much farting (laughs) but now i wonder if i wonder if we could find that that was really good for like something that was obviously just shot on like a phone in a car i'm pretty sure it was like a student film like it was very simple and low budget clearly but um i remember it being very effective it really freaked me out it made an impression there's something about like even just driving on a regular road that like during the day you've been on and you know isn't haunted like drive at night put on some brights especially if it's one that's like lined by trees or something where it feels really claustrophobic Mm -hmm. it's just really easy to imagine like something running out in front of the car yep or something Something that's not, like, you know, an animal or something. Or seeing something in the trees as you're passing it. (laughs) But yeah, but that one, that last one was from my friend Andy. Um, Thank you, Andy, for writing that out for me. I kept bugging her about it. (laughs) So I was really happy she was able to get that to me, because I know she's a busy lady. Um, But she's on Twitter if you want to uh, check her out. She's actually a writer, so she likes kind of, like, true crime stuff like that so this was right in her her real her real house her wheelhouse her real wheelhouse um her twitter handle is at andy the writer 33 holla at your girl thanks andy what do you have i've got the website ghostcitytours.com up <laughs> which sounds so legit but actually this is the most legitimate like website that i've found so far in my 15 minutes of googling so anyways let's see so this is the this is in southwest texas just south of san antonio um it's near the san juan mission it's the intersection of villamain and shane and it's a haunted railroad tracks one telling of the legend takes place in the 1930s or 40s uh i guess it varies on the account and a bus carrying Students home from school was heading toward the intersection of Villamain and Shane. Um, When it came to the railroad tracks, the bus stalled out, and the bus driver then noticed a train barreling down on them. And the driver rushed to get the children off the bus, but there wasn't enough time, and the train crashed into the bus, killing ten of the students and the bus driver as well. Aww. Yeah, I know, sad. But then there's another version of the story, which um, explains the legend more suitably, according to this website. Again, in the 30s or 40s, uh, it was a dark evening and a nun was driving the school bus and it was filled with children coming home from a field trip. Uh, They're heading down Shane Road and then they approached the railroad crossing and the bus abruptly stalled out on the tracks. Most of the kids were sleeping, so she was quietly attempting to start the engine back up and then a train emerged, seemingly out of nowhere, ghost train. Oh, God. uh, As its headlamp was burnt out, offered no warning of its impending arrival. Too late to evacuate the children. Um, The nun desperately and frantically turned the key, trying to restart the bus. Just as the train smashed through the bus, cutting it in half, she was thrown through the windshield, but miraculously survived, and the young children all passed. Or they all died. They were all killed instantly. Oh, God. I mean, it's a ghost story, so I figure someone's gotta die, but... Yeah, and then, um, I guess a few weeks later, she was guilt-ridden and heartbroken, the nun... And she returned to the site and was unable to continue on and decided to end her life. She parked her car on the tracks and uh, sat there waiting for the next train to come along. Um, later, when a train came into sight, speeding down toward her in the same way that tra- as that tragic night, she began to hear small, familiar voices, and her car began to move forward as if it was being pushed from behind, and it was rolled to safety just as the train roared by. She apparently got out of her car, expecting to see, like, a good Samaritan. She started looking around and didn't see anyone. And she looked at the back of her car and noticed children-sized handprints on the back of her trunk. (gasps) So, yeah. 
spooky spooky stuff yeah but um it's apparently said that still if you park your car on or near the railroad tracks at Shane Road, uh, ghostly children will push the vehicle to safety as they are determined to make sure that no one meets the same gruesome fate that they suffered. Apparently, people will do, like, uh, baby powder. And um, there's apparently a woman named Brenda P- Pacheco who talks about it. Um, she tested the legend and says she put her car in neutral, took her foot off the pedal, and the car moved. It moved quickly toward the tracks, up over the bump, and down the other side, well out of harm's way. And she used the baby powder test. So um, she says, I was so excited I got out to check the back of my car, and there were the tiny handprints, plain and clear, and so, so tiny. The prints were so perfect you could see the lines of the palms and the swirls of the fingerprints. Did she take a picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Can't afford the film. Ooh, there's a truth section. Oh, the lolly. Um, let's see. Uh, apparently, it's been debated a bunch. Residents and law enforcement officials are weary of the legend. Well, I would be if I was law enforcement or someone, because I'd be like, man, these kids keep parking on this train track and being like, these kids will push me out of the way. I'd be like, no, dude. <laughs> no, if there's a train coming, you absolutely should put your car in in drive and uh get off the tracks yeah do not park on train tracks y'all um but apparently despite all the stories there are actually no records of any accidents ever occurring on the railroad tracks in san antonio and you know when i was looking it up 15 minutes ago um i when they said school bus i was like how long ago are school buses invented and so i looked it up and school buses has actually been around since uh like 18 something eight the 1800s so i mean and in the 30s they were all metal so it's totally feasible that there were children in a bus but there's no like records of there ever being any crashes on the railroad tracks in san antonio so uh, they think maybe it's from another fatal accident like the legend is inspired from it it happened in like salt lake city in the 30s but i mean that was a much different situation. This one kind of, I feel like, is sort of like urban legend territory mm-hmm. because I'm most familiar with the one in San Antonio, just, you know, living in Texas. But I feel like anytime I watch, like, Ghost Hunters or something like that, there's always somewhere in there, it's always, like, kids pushing you off the tracks or moving your car or doing something like that. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if it, like, migrated from somewhere else. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I liked the nun story. I mean, I don't like it because all the children are dead, but I do like at the end that they were the ones who were supposed to have pushed her off because I thought it was just going to be like, she was sad and so she also is dead now. Nope, they saved her. It's a nice, nice story. Mm-hmm. Well, not really, but kind of. <laughs> you you got to take it where you can get it. Pretty, pretty much. So what's yours? What's the next one? Um, the next one I have is uh, the one in Houston, um, which it's uh, Patterson Road. Mm-hmm. And the bridge specifically that is supposed to be haunted is Langham Creek Bridge. Oh my god, our high school. LC06. LC06. God, our 06. That was the scariest part. <laughs> doing this research was seeing Langham Creek Bridge. Ugh. Ugh. Oh boy. We had a great time. High school was was just a barrel of giggles. A pile of laughs. There's a reason I didn't go to the reunion. Uh, don't worry. Not very many people did. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was really surprised that there were I felt like it was literally 20 people went out of our, like, what, 3,000? 1 billion students. It's <laughs> a lot of people. I still had fun. I don't know. I'm a Sagittarius. I went. You still there? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Taurus, so I did not. (laughs) I stayed home and was like, nope, mm -mm, no thank you. Um, What people report at this bridge on Patterson Road, which runs between Highway 6 and Eldridge, visitors say that if you park your car on it at night, you will hear tapping all over your vehicle. The spirits oh, doing it are reported to be ghostly soldiers who linger from a civil war battle, said to have occurred near the site. It's also supposedly the site of an inordinate number of car crashes. 
Whoa. Which I can only verify in that when I typed in Patterson Road car crashes, a lot of stuff did come up, but I think Patterson Road is a decently long road. And so I don't know if it was specifically on this bridge in particular. Also, this was the one that has my big highlighted note that says, Don't park car on bridge slash road and turn your lights off at night! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Because <laughs> it's just not smart. I know that you want to get your, your thrills and, and chills and have fun, but you can't have fun when you're dead. Because you turn your car off and turn all your lights off on a, a semi-busy road at night. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Some of these things where you have to, like, I don't know if it's to call the ghost to, I'm just like, I I feel like this is just a recipe for you getting hit or killed just because you were being stupid. It's just you gotta feed the ghosts. They're hungry. They're hungry for stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> so delicious. So decadent. All the stupidity. That's right, turn your lights off. Park in the middle of this fucking railroad track. This was the one where I definitely found the most like YouTube videos and stuff of like people going out. And I just love when they're there and like someone will get a call on their phone and be like, God, mom, I'm gonna be home soon. God. Precious. With my friends. <laughs> and then of course, you know, they'd be like, Watch out, this video has much swears. Lots of swears. Because, of course, as soon as, like, someone hears, like, a little, they're like, what? who did that? Oh, my God. Did you do that? I didn't do that. Are you fucking lying to me? No, I'm not fucking lying to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're gonna die. I'd never lie to you. You're my best friend. I'm so scared. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure it's all fun. Like, it didn't seem like anyone, you know, minus the whole thing where I guess there's supposedly more car crashes. It didn't seem like this one was actually dangerous. It would just be scary if you get your car tapped on mm -hmm. um i was trying to find the whole because we grew up kind of near this area and i was surprised when they were like a civil war battle and i was like i don't i don't know about about that part seems kind of inaccurate so i found two things the first one that i found said that um there actually was it was the 99th illinois infantry um, on September 8th, 1862, was sent to, sent to Rolla, it says M.O., so I'm guessing it says Missouri, Fence, September 17th to Salem, Dent County. This is all, I guess, like the actual account, so it's got some weird shorthand I don't understand. So maybe somewhere in Denton County. Thence, November 20th to Houston, Texas, was assigned to the brigade of Brigadier General Fitzhenry Warren, was engaged in a skirmish at Bear Creek, losing one, killed, four wounded, and one taken prisoner. Booyah. So there was some sort of little skirmish, but... So there's like maybe one, one dead soldier who's tapping on someone's car <laughs> like, and feeding hey, on stupidity. Give me a ride, please. <laughs> Uh, I like to imagine he's like, you turned your car off. You need to, you need to get out of here. That's dangerous. <laughs> that would be really good. Uh, the other thing I found, and this one I think is way too far away, but when I was originally looking, this was what someone suggested. And they were like, people might be confused by um, associating this with a mill that exploded near where Spring Creek Park is. And maybe that's why they're thinking Bear Creek or Spring Creek. Um, it was the Tomball Confederate Powder Mill that was opened in 1861. Um, da, 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 da. Helped generate electricity and help workers produce gear for the Confederate Army cavalry and soldiers, blacksmith products, and powder for guns during Civil War. Um, the operation of the mill was short-lived, however, when an explosion leveled the site and killed several employees a few years later. Um, explosion occurred in 1863 or possibly 1864. There's differing accounts. So people think that maybe that's the incident they're referring to since it was related to the Civil War. Um, they also said that due to the high frequency of powder mill explosions at the time, it was expected that it could have been sabotaged by either Union soldiers or anti-Civil War groups. So 
that would make, I guess, for a better ghost story. But that one seems like it's too far from the space. So if they want to try and tie it to some Civil War thing, I think the 99th Illinois Infantry makes more sense. So that one didn't have as much juice, as much meat as I was hoping. But um, but that one was just cool because it's kind of by where we grew up. So it was one of the ones that like you kind of hear about. But I never went. I'm too scared. Yeah, I'm fine with watching scary movies, but going to, like, haunted roads and stuff? Count me out. I'm good. Anyways. What what do you got? I got another San Antonio thing, because, I don't know. Apparently, it's, like, one of the most haunted places in Texas. I don't know. That's weird. All mine are kind of, like, spread out in, like, a circle around. You've got the good, like, central Texas hookup. Yeah, I feel like we should do an episode on Marfa, but I feel like we need to go to Marfa before we make an episode about Marfa. <laughs> uh, you don't have to to pull my leg. I'll go to Marfa to do some dang research. Do some Heck research yeah. in an outdoor hot tub under the stars. Oh, yeah. It's def- it's, there ain't no haunts over here. Better go check out this hammock grove. Nope, no ghosts here either. No, Darn. No ghosts at this taco truck. Uh, no no ghosts in this comfy Airstream trailer. Mm. Look at those spooky lights. Aren't they kind of beautiful? Gosh, this is... We are getting so much research done. Could they be aliens? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Back to you, Becca. <laughs> but yeah, anytime you want to go, I'm, I'm up for it. Okay. So, Devil's Bridge in San Antonio, apparently. The road that it's on is so dark that... Um, even with high beams on, you can only see a short distance in front of you, which is really creepy. If you decide to drive over the bridge at night, um, it's located near the San Juan Mission, which is close to the other thing, too. That's close to the railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently evil is believed to lurk underneath this bridge at night. You apparently will smell sulfur very often, which is apparently a sign that something demonic is lingering. Um, which I've always just associated it with Pasadena, Texas, so is is all of outside of Pasadena haunted? It's a portal to hell. <laughs> Sorry, Pasadenites. Is that Pasadenians? I, apparently in Pasadena, it does not smell like eggs, because I met someone who lived in Pasadena, and she was like, it's just as you're passing, like, the factories and stuff. She was like... That's where it smells. You gotta really beat your way through the cloud. You gotta really want to get to Pasadena. Because mm-hmm. when she told me she was from Pasadena, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> People say the same thing about Houston. That's true. And I've never been offended. I've been like, yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so apparently it smells like sulfur. And if you dare to step up to the foot of the bridge and throw a rock over it, You'll never hear it land. Does it mean like throwing a, a rock like down the street or over the side of the bridge? Um, I think it could be either because since it's so dark, like if you threw it out, you wouldn't see where it landed, but you could, you would be able to hear it, but you can't apparently. Because when you first told and... me this story, I know I was like, I can just imagine this poor demon like having to catch all these rocks as you throw them into the darkness. But then it turned into me thinking about like, what if you hit a baseball? Just like hitting baseballs out into the dark and he's just trying to catch them all he can't catch them all (laughs) so many references pokemon baseball (laughs) but then i guess it could also be like if you throw it over the side you never hear it like hit the ground below that is pretty eerie Mm -hmm. but um apparently there's also um they have six people have successfully collected eerie evps which is electronic voice phenomena before becoming overwhelmed by the ominous presence that haunts the bridge. Which, I mean, I don't see any, like, accounts, but, you know, I'm sure there's some on YouTube, but EVP, a lot of the time, it just sounds like nonsense, like, or static. And so I, I struggle to, like, I don't know, feel like that's authenticating anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I can see if they're like, but no, like, nothing was happening. And in this area, there's more you know, weird ambient noise or whatever. But when they try to convince me that it's saying something or whatever, I've never heard one that's clear enough where it doesn't just sound like garbledy bits that you can make say whatever whatever you want it to be saying, pretty much. I swear to God, sometimes they're like, throw the hot dog down the hallway. And you're just like, I don't know what that, 
What does that mean, ghost? That's They're an offensive like... stereotype about loose women. You can get out of here, ghosty. Oh, is it? Throwing a hot dog down a hallway? Oh, man. <laughs> I just thought... <laughs> Where did that come from? If you didn't know that's what that was. I think I've heard it, but I just thought it meant, like, throwing your hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> oh, what a waste. <laughs> no, that's... That's... That's what that... That's what that means. It makes me think of when you were really tired and you wanted a hot dog with relish. I like how you said I was really tired. Becca, I was very drunk. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> you were drunk. <laughs> what do you want on it? I don't know. I want a hot dog <laughs> with relish and cheese. Yeah. Well. Yep. That was, that was college. Those days are behind me. Anyways. <laughs> but, no, that's kind of spooky. I would just... The whole idea that it's so, so dark that, like, that it's just always dark. Like, even, like, what if the moon's out or something? Makes me think of that fabric that they've made that's, like, the darkest black. It just looks like a, just looks like a void. I mean, that's the goal of wearing black clothing. But my question (laughs) is, unless it, like, absorbs animal fur, like cat hair, (laughs) it's not truly, like, void black. Just incinerates it. Yeah. Like, it, it touches, like, lint touches it and just disintegrates. It's a portal to hell. Oh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's back. Ugh. The things we do mm-hmm. to talk about spooky, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. My internet just went down for like 40 minutes, and Becca talked to me on the phone like a champ while I tried to reset my router, and it didn't work, and so I had to pull my sweaty husband away from Street Fighter Online to fix it. And now he's all jazzed up. He's running through the halls. Is he still running? No. That's good. But maybe that's a bad sign. Why did he stop running? What happened to him? The ghosts got him. Lord help. Took him. <laughs> they took him. And now my kitty's in my office. The whole gro- groove's been thrown off. Ah! And now she's biting my hand. Oh God. Kitty. Kitty, get out of here. She says, "Mom, it's bedtime. Mom, please go to bed." I gave Meryl her tiny flamingo, and she's been playing with that. So I'm I'm free. Because before she was following me around, being like, "Bed bedtime." I'm like, no, not yet. Mm-mm. Mommy's got work to do. Mommy's got story scares, story scaries to tell. Scary stories to tell. Yeah. Couldn't go to sleep without telling everyone about old Alton Bridge or, oh God, kitty, oh God, kitty, no. Go oh God. Her little claws stuck in my chair. Kitty, I'm busy. Please. Oh my God. Oh God, I'm being bit. <laughs> ah, she just bit my ass. She bit the side of my ass. That's very rude. Oh my god. Ow, she bit my ankle. Get out of there, <laughs> kitty. kitty. I shook my notes at her and she scrammed. <laughs> Good. Kitty, here. I'm going to shut the door because I'm afraid. Coming back to bite your other butt cheek, mom. <sighs> this is... She, she keeps me in line so I go to bed on time. But... Apparently. I can't go to sleep without telling everyone about... Old Alton Bridge. <laughs> or Goatman's Bridge in Denton, Texas, near Corinth. I'm just real scared and shook up now. It's late. I'm talking she assaulted about you. Scary stuff. I know. <sighs> she, she bad sometimes. I love her so much, but she bad. <sighs> okay, let me gather, gather my thoughts. So, Old Alton Bridge... Um, it's actually, it's the one that's by where, uh, we went to school up in Denton. And it's, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes south. So it's not, like, right next to it, but it's pretty darn close. And it's just one of those things where I feel like if you grew up around there, you knew about it. And then once you moved up there, like, for school or whatever, you became aware of it pretty quick. Because it's kind of just, like, a staple urban legend type thing that people know about i mean i lived down the street from it or down the road from it before we moved to dallas 
And I drove by it a lot going to Flower Mound, so. Mm. And Ryan, Ryan went there. Yep. Yes, he did. Saw a spooky, scary snake. <laughs> yeah, they stupidly went in the middle of summer and wore, like, shorts and, I think, sandals, maybe? I don't know. Our friend Rachel and uh, Tammy were with him, and I think they were in high school still. They went out there, and apparently they ran into the Denton ghost hunters ghost hunting society and uh they were not pleased to see ryan and tammy and rachel out there i hope they on their turf are just as cool as like the ghost hunters from paranormal state mm, probably less cool <laughs> can if that's possible say, can you be less cool <laughs> i love paranormal state so i guess it's, it's a relative coolness i just hope they had like an aging medium with them that like looked at them and just said the ghost said f you i wish that that was what now it happened scoot, you hooligans they just gave them dirty looks from across the field You're getting in the way of our orbs <laughs> i'm trying to record evp and all i can hear is you guys screaming about snakes <laughs> watch out there's snakes but i also like i asked um my friend Lindsay at work because she lives like kind of like flower mound Spends a lot of time in Denton and stuff, and asked her if she had ever been, and she's like, yeah, we've been out there a couple times, but it's just, now, I mean, there's, like, a parking lot, and she said it's just always, like, full of people, like, there's always stuff going on, so, unfortunately, I think it's one of those places that just has gotten more busy, regardless of, like, ghost status, it's just, because the, it's a bridge that, you know, up until, like, not too long ago, you actually could still use the bridge, and that was pretty scary, because it's just a like an old wooden bridge. Does not look stable. <laughs> so they eventually did divert it, and so that's why I guess this is old Alton Bridge. I don't know if the new one is regular Alton or new Alton Bridge. I don't live in that area anymore, so I don't take it very often. Um, the only time I've been out there was that one time when we were making a werewolf movie for one of our friends, like a project for the RTVF thing, and that was... Oh yeah, Daniel, yeah. Yeah, well, it was actually, it was Ben's uh, thing, oh. but Daniel was in it. I think, I don't know if, if one of them wrote it, but they were partners in it, I think. That's right. I don't okay. know. It was so long ago. Such a long time ago. So long ago. The scariest part was our, our werewolf makeup, because uh, we just kind of did it on the spot without mirrors in the woods and put, like, some hair on our faces. It was pretty terrifying. I barely remember it. I was not in it. I didn't see any snakes, so that's all I care about. I don't want to see no snakes. No snakes, no thanks. No snakes, no thanks. So, old Alton Bridge. Uh, um, what people report? A number of reports tell of numerous abandoned cars that have been found near the bridge with their occupants missing. Um, other reports see... Others report seeing a ghostly man herding goats over the bridge or walking on the riverbank, while others say they have seen an apparition staring at them, holding a goat head under each arm. Ooh, that's creepy. I know, there's a lot of different stuff. There's, um, I was aware of the main backstory for Alton's, for Old Alton Bridge. Um, there's apparently two. So I'm gonna go over the one that I think most people who know about the bridge know of it. Uh, there was a man uh, named Oscar Washburn, uh, who's a black man who made a living as a goat farmer uh, with his family, and they lived in um, a little house, like, not too far from the bridge, and this was in the, like, 1930s. Uh, they actually did really well. They sold, like, goat milk, cheese. Uh, the wife apparently, like, spun yarn, and so they would sell that, um, and they actually, they hung up a sign on the bridge that said this way to Goatman's, because since he was a goat farmer, I guess that was kind of like his nickname with the townspeople. Because he was doing so well, he apparently drew the ire of the like local KKK chapter. And sometime in the late 1930s, they came to his home to threaten him, and he apparently stood his ground. He fired a shot in the air and told them that like he wasn't going anywhere, and they left. Washburn's wife begged him to leave because she was really scared that they were going to come back. But he, you know, was like, this is where we live. We've, you know, put our blood, sweat, and tears into this house and we're not leaving. Apparently stuff went back to normal for a while. And then sometime later, like in the middle of the night, he heard his animals crying, like the goats bleeding. 
And he went out and he actually found a man out there who was cutting the animals' throats. That's fucked up. And now, well, it made him really mad because, I mean, that's their livelihood. And he chased yeah. the man, um, I guess, all the way to Alton Bridge. But then when he got there, it had been a setup and they were ambushed uh, by the clansmen. Mm. Um, he realized it was a trap and tried to call out to his family, but they beat him and they threw him over the side of the bridge with a noose on his neck, so they lynched him. Um, so, uh, I know. Some stories so say that when the clansmen looked over the side of the bridge, that the noose was empty, and they kind of, like, in a panic, because I don't know, like, if they thought it was some kind of magic or something, um, they ran to his home and they killed his family. Other stories say that he, like, hung over the bridge for a number of days until, I guess, eventually the rope, like, broke. But they said the clansmen burned down his, uh, like, the shanty that they lived in with the family still inside. And so that's, like, one of the reports say that if you stand in the area that the house was supposed to be, that you can feel, like, your skin, like, burning on your skin, which is really creepy. And this is the story I've always heard about it. I thought because it was so much detail in it, and, like, you know, had an actual name, and unfortunately is something that's pretty plausible. I couldn't find anything on an actual Oscar Washburn. So I couldn't I couldn't find anything showing that this was a real dude. But, I mean, it doesn't sound... It's not implausible. Sadly, no, it's not implausible. Especially South, mm-hmm. 1930s. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's miserable. I'm sad. I, it's like, I hope it's not real, because I just don't want that story to be true. true. Yeah. So that's the, the main one. The other one that I found that I hadn't heard before, but was also kind of, this one was more creepy, but still bad, um, was there's also another variation that predates the bridge itself. Um, it said that there was, uh, it was in the 1860s, some Copper Canyon cowboys lynched a Creole slave goat herder named Jack Kendall. From a tall creekside tree near where the bridge is now. They wrote this as the best they could. The ineptitude separated the runaway slave's head from his body. Which I'm guessing meant something about the way they tied the noose. Caused his head to like actually come off. And the slavers watched in horror as the headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud. Animated by voodoo. And ripped off the head of a nearby goat to replace its own. Which. That's. That sounds like weird, um, like racist rhetoric or something. I don't know. That it's like that sounds like some sort of that freaks me out just because it it sounds like some gross. Ugh. Yeah, like they're they're both they are both bad. But again, I, I well, I tried to look up the name like Jack Kendall and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing comes back. Which this was the one that I thought I was gonna find a little bit more like rooted in truth, just because. It is so localized, but, mm-hmm. you know, and it could just be something where, like, may, you know, to cover up, like, what they did. Maybe they somehow, like, were able to scrub the, if they'd had, like, birth certificates or, or whatever, just to, like, make it seem like they were never there. And the houses, and of yeah. course, if they ever were there, aren't there anymore. I mean, the 1860s, like, you could also just change your name, like, on a whim. So, I mean... It wouldn't surprise me if they were able to cook the books or whatever to make it seem like he didn't exist. Much easier to do do a crime back then. Yeah. Regardless of whether that is true or not, that's the the story that's behind it. And people, you know, they go out there, they say that they've seen, like, a man hanging from the bridge at night or kind of more in tune, I guess, with the second story They'll say that they've seen a creature that resembles like a half goat, half man, strange noises, including the sounds of horses' hoofbeats on the bridge, splashing in the creek below, maniacal laughter, and human-like growling coming from the woods. Um, sometimes they say that they see mysterious lights in the area, uh, car doors locking and unlocking of their own accord, and lots of vehicle breakdowns, which kind of goes with the whole abandoned cars thing. Yeah. It seems like it would be two very different things if you have, like, two people go out there and one's like, I saw a man with a goat for a head. And the other person's like, I got locked out of my car. Yeah, I don't know. The keys are still inside. I'm going to run out of gas. It's it's weird because, like, 
it sounds so scary, but after driving over that bridge so many, or not over the bridge, but like by that bridge and by the parking lot and stuff, it, it's not creepy to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And also just the fact that, you know, the stories behind it are so sad. I don't know. It's hard. I know. It's like, just let him go. Like, yeah. If it really happened, just let him rest. Well, I've read other ones that said that the ghost was supposed to be like the wife looking for her husband. Oh, that's sad too. You hear lots of ghost stories like this one, but I mean, this one seemed so real that it's just mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know. And maybe that's why like, it's persisted so long and people are drawn to it so much. But that one was, that one was pretty, yeah, I found a lot of, of info on that one. and But I found a lot of people kind of like you who said like, it is like an area where people travel a lot now. And so people go by and if it ever had it, it kind of loses that spooky charm because... They're like, I don't, I mean, nothing ever happens here. Mm-mm. Just uh, some really bad racism. Mm-hmm. Really horrific crimes. It mostly just makes me sad. Do you know of any haunted or spooky bridges or roads in your area where you live? Tell us about them. I want to know all about those spooky stories. Do you want us to look into them and make fun of them on the internet? So we can do that for you. Take your childhood scary stories and and cheapen them. Either make you cry about it or make you feel stupid for suggesting it. <laughs> or maybe you'll just end up scaring us. Maybe we'll actually read it yeah. and be like, oh, just kidding. I never want to go here ever. Congratulations. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't want to go to Devil's Bridge. Devil's Bridge scares me. Oh, I kind of want to go like just to like, you know, throw a baseball into the void. Nope. What if the void throws the baseball back, Taylor? I hit it. Oh, with what? Are you going to bring a bat? I'll bring a bat. Are you good at hitting baseballs with bats, though? There's only one way to find out. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst I played plan. t-ball. Oh my god, that's not the same thing. A spirit hurtling a baseball back at you from the void that you, where you can only see a few feet in front of you. Is not the same as T-ball. Straight from hell. (laughs) It's not the same at all. Anyways, if you enjoyed this, like it on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Add us on Twitter. We're at Ghost Emoji Show. It's true. I don't know how those tweets get there. Becca and I don't do them. Nope. (laughs) Who laughed just now? That wasn't me either. <laughs> Who does any of this stuff? It's not me. <laughs> Who sighed? Was that Becca? That's my that's our ghost. We live near train tracks. Legend legend has it someone someone died there. They just they were they were trying to crush pennies on the side of the railroad. And they got hit by a train, and now you feel the ground shaking as the trains pass, and you hear a a ghostly scream in the night. Where's my penny? (laughs) I just made up a legend. Check out this penny. (laughs) It's crushed. (laughs) Looks cool. I've got a collection. Do you want to check it out? I do not. I don't mess around with pennies. I'm a dime person. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Only smush dimes need apply. Okay. Do you want to take us out? Uh, sure. So, anyways, what what do you want to talk about in our next episode, Taylor? I don't know. I just don't know. We could talk about unexplained weather phenomena oh yeah finally get to those lightning balls lightning balls or ball lightning is the technical term and saint elmo's fire which is closely related but not the same thing and no not even sort of close but not the same a lot of people mistake electrical balls of lightning for saint elmo's fire but they are not the same thing they are very different
and some people don't even know what either of those two things are. If you're any of these people, just tune in next week, maybe, if that's what we do. We're also open to suggestions. Yeah, keep sending those suggestions. We got a big fat list, and we want it to get even fatter. Just feed it. Feed the list. Yeah, don't let it get shrimpy. No, we want it buff and tough. <laughs> tough and buff. <laughs> Anyways, well, we'll see you guys next time. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.